unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. People are encouraged to be themselves and to, it's okay if you have scars and sins. It's like why we're part of this gospel is to heal and to become better. We're all encouraged to just love Christ and love each other. And that's basically the end all be all. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Saints Unscripted. And today we kind of wanted to talk about the the common misconceptions about our beliefs out there online yes. and because there's a lot there are so many and and a lot of people even like former members will just push the misconceptions mm-hmm. just to troll with the church because they don't like it anymore it's true and there's a lot out there that's just not true there's stuff that you know needs some clarification and explanation yeah. a, which, a lot of it is half true yeah which we're super to open about. to talking about and yeah. uh we thought that maybe it would be interesting to talk about some of those misconceptions from the perspective of some members who are active in the church and who love it and yeah. who are but, yet totally open to having these discussions and yes. they're really important they are really important so a couple of the things that uh, we wanted to talk about today are they kind of have to do with the history, the origins of the church, some of the current practices surrounding, you know, temples and leadership within the church. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to kind of dive right in. Yeah, we're just going to shotgun blast you with like a bunch of different <laughs> things, as many as we can get through, but address them sufficiently in a short amount of time. And we want to help you understand Mormonism in its entirety. Yeah, and if there are more topics that you want to hear about, like, please comment them. Yeah. And we would love to just like get into them and sure. to describe them in future episodes. Or we could spend an entire episode on one topic. True. If you want. We have a lot to say. Yeah, we've, yeah, we've got a lot. Yeah. So the first thing that we want to talk about today, uh, the first misconception that we want to address, um, is that a lot of people think that our, so our article of faith, first of all, um, we have these articles of faith that are a basic fundamental mm-hmm. outline of what we believe. There's 13 of them, and they're great. Yeah. So the third article of faith says that we believe that through the atonement of Jesus Christ, all mankind may be saved by obedience to the laws and ordinances of the gospel. Mm -hmm. And people take that phrase by the laws and ordinances of the gospel and they say, well, since you have to be obedient to this, uh, then Jesus Christ's atonement, you're not really, you don't really believe that you're saved by Jesus Christ's atonement and it's the Mormon gospel and you got to do all these things and And all these works. And if you're not Mormon and you're not baptized and like we think that everyone else is going to hell or something. Um, Which is actually, that's a good question because... If you're not familiar with the doctrine, I can see how it might come across that way. Yeah, but we got plenty of videos on who we think is going to heaven, so you can probably find something like that in our channel. Short answer is we believe everyone will probably end up in heaven. But um, I think like the the more fundamental issue about this concern that people push is that uh, church members as a whole, and I would even agree with this to an extent, is I, I feel like church members as a whole don't fully understand what the atonement of Christ does and what it covers and I think you're so right. and how we use it. Definitely. And because a lot of people, I think we get so hard up about our sins and like, oh, I'm not worthy. Like, oh, I, I have to work to be forgiven. And, mm-hmm. and there's like this whole process and I have to wait a year and I can't take the sacrament. And like we get all these different things and they get confusing to the point where we feel like we have to clean ourselves. Right. And so it becomes that we're saved by obedience to the laws and ordinances of the, of the gospel instead of through the atonement of Jesus Christ. Yes. And that's inadvertent. Um, 
because nowhere in the doctrine, nowhere in our scripture canon, you'll, you won't find any of our living prophets teaching this. Um, we don't actually believe that the ordinances or that our works save us. Definitely not. We are saved through Jesus Christ and it covers and does a lot more than we give it credit for, I think. And so what are what is this saying then? I was just talking to someone about this yesterday and I love the way that she put it. Jesus Christ suffered the atonement 2,000 years ago and because of that, you're whole, you're healed. Yeah, like, you're already saved. You are saved, you are forgiven right because now. he did that as you are today, right now. And so why do these commandments and, and covenants and promises that we make with God exist? It's because we are here to try to become as much like Jesus Christ as we possibly can. We're not earning heaven. We're learning heaven. Right. I, someone wiser than me said that. I don't remember Brad who. Brad Wilcox. Okay. Brad Wilcox. Good, oh, good memory. Yeah. We are practicing to be more holy, more caring, mm -hmm. more like the Savior. And because of his grace, we're saved. But how much like him do we want to be? How comfortable in heaven do we want to right. be? I think the ordinances and the commandments are mostly there to remind us about Jesus Christ, not Definitely. necessarily to save us Definitely. or get us into heaven. And so we advocate that people be proactive in their faith and, and know that they are loved and forgiven no matter what they do, no matter how much they try to go through life, mm -hmm. keeping commandments and being faithful. But the point is to try to yep. be faithful and to exercise that faith. And if so. you ever have doubts, just remember that even prophets before Christ talked about Christ as if he had already come. Like mm -hmm. the atonement was already in effect for people even mm -hmm. thousands of years before he even came. It's just always been in effect. Everyone has always been saved. It's just whether or not you want to know Christ. Right. That's really good. Absolutely. Another common misconception that people have is that uh, one of those very important ordinances and covenants to us in our faith is temple ordinances yes. where you see those beautiful white buildings and mm -hmm. people are confused because not everyone can go inside right you it's... have to have a special recommend mm -hmm. and uh and since it's not public all these rumors and stories right. get out and it's weird and yeah and they're like it's secret what's going on there a bunch of cult stuff here's the thing that's actually kind of like sad and offensive to us because it's so special and important because everything that we do in the temple it's like a worship service where mm -hmm. we just try to learn as much about jesus christ and how to be like him as we can yeah and that's the whole purpose and it's very special and very sacred and you don't usually take your phones into the temple Sorry, either because they could reason. go off and disrupt the temple service. And even like beyond what the temple teaches, like your experiences are often so intimate with the spirit, like unrelated to the ordinances that you're going on around you. Mm -hmm. Like you just have a moment with the spirit and that's so personal. It's hard to, to yeah. share even that. Yep. Um, but it's, it's just, it's sacred for us. It's not that we try to keep it secret and hidden because mm -hmm. it's, evil and weird it's just like yeah it means something to us we we keep it and i think the proof is in the pudding which is like an 80 year old would say that i don't know why i said that but anyway if you know people that go into the temple and they're nice people and they are like doing things in their life that are good like take that as evidence that like there's nothing freaky going on yes um another misconception is that um women can't go to heaven unless they're married, unless they have a temple marriage. Right. And um, I don't really know where this stems from really. I, speaking as a single girl, I've never once felt that I wasn't gonna go to heaven if I didn't meet someone and get married. 
See, Never has and, that crossed my mind. And what's weird to me is that the same applies to men. Do you like, think? Yeah, because in order to obtain the highest degree of the celestial kingdom, you have to be engaged in the new and everlasting covenant of marriage. That's, mm-hmm. that's in our Doctrine and Covenants, right. section 132 or 31 something, or something like yeah. that. And it applies to both men and women, but people don't actually freak out about this. No, because the here's <laughs> I the I've never what I always go back to is um, first of all I'm about to graduate BYU without being married and like scandal, but like I, that doesn't that doesn't bother me because Good. it doesn't Shouldn't. it doesn't worry me because I'm living my life as faithful as I can and I know that I'm going to be blessed later and whether that's in this life or the next I know that no matter what like. Christ has my back. Yeah. They're not looking for reasons to like throw me out. They're like, oh shoot. Like well, you sorry. graduated in 2021 from BYU and you weren't engaged. Like, sorry, nope. Yeah. Can't get in. Like, that's insane. And, so. and I would just like to say, like, um, even if you didn't, you went your whole life without getting sealed in the temple. Mm-hmm. There's also plenty of people do. There's also the millennium, which is a thousand years of life after Christ comes where you'll be immortal and you'll Lots have of YSA a thousand dances. years to, to make that up. <laughs> Young single adult You'll have a thousand activities. years to, to, to work it out. And so if you don't get it worked out after those thousand years, we even have further unresolved doctrine about the celestial kingdom. There are multiple levels that we don't know anything about. I'm sure there's a place for... That's for a deep there. dive. But like... But the doctrine is that if you're faithful, you're, you're going to be blessed, you're going to be fine. That's You're going to be able claim. to be with Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ forever. Yeah. Like, so awesome. And I believe that with all my heart. All right. So. Consider that claim debunked. Yes. Cool. Uh, the last one that we have time for today is that um, for a lot of members of the church, particularly for women, there's this pressure, this social pressure to look great all the time and to be you know, outwardly perfect mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, admittedly, this does kind of take place, not in a intentional sort of way, but yeah. I think mostly in Utah, I think, just because there's so many of us. There's, it, it just be, it's like, it's like when you're on Facebook or Instagram, like that creates a social anxiety to be outwardly perfect as well. Mm-hmm. Like just when you're around other people who are living the way that you want to live, yeah. it creates that comparison that in your own head. Right. And the doctrine of our church, we really encourage that people try to be the best versions of themselves and yeah. be healthy and fit and active members of their communities and they seek education. And like, we want people to be empowered to like live their best life. And yeah. that can sometimes be misinterpreted as, oh, I need to look and act perfect all the time. And we do have like another episode about toxic perfectionism that where it kind of goes into yeah, this more. That's true. But here's the truth of it. Members are not required or encouraged to dress fancier or to present themselves in a more polished way because they're members. That's not true. Although back in the 60s, there was the For Strength of Youth pamphlet, which I can see how that may have contributed. We did an episode that on, a, on that. You can watch it. And so like, admittedly, the church was working on its image at one time, and it probably contributed a lot to this particular uh, claim. Um, True. But, it's, but it's no longer pushed. Modern in modern days, we do encourage each other to dress clean and appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have to be beautiful and dashing and right. amazing all the time. For myself, I get ready exactly two times a month when I come in to film these episodes, and that is literally it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so speaking from experience, and maybe it's just because I'm a senior, like just senioritis, you know, just like. Know. Mm. 
just don't care anymore. But it's not a requirement. And in fact, people it, it are... It does unfortunately exist. Yeah. But it's not but intentional. People are encouraged to be themselves and to, it's okay if you have scars and sins. It's like why we're a part of this gospel yeah. is to heal and to become better. We're all encouraged to just love Christ and love each other. And that's basically the end all be all. So anyways, that's all we have time for today. Uh, but there are tons more that we want to address. We may address more in another shotgun blast in a future episode. We may dedicate entire episodes to what you know, one claim at a time. Yeah, if you want a full episode on one of these topics, please let us know in yeah, the comments. Yeah, let us know in the comments. Or if you've got a claim out there that you want us to address, put it in the comments for sure. But thanks for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share and hit the bell and all those good things. And uh, we'll see you later. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.